Hello, and welcome to the Innovate IPM podcast, where we are passionate about the future of the industrial projects professions, presenting you the best of project management, people, and practices, combining the wisdom of time-tested methods with the cutting-edge technologies and advancements that are modernizing our craft. Our mission is to contribute to the growth and progress of the industrial project management community. It's time to talk scope, schedule, and budget. Let's start the show. Hello, everybody. This is your host, Rob Williams, and I had a fantastic conversation with Naomi Anav of Aspen Tech. She is the senior product manager over the economic evaluation tools, including the widely used Aspen Capital Cost Estimator. She's an active member in AACE of Houston and just an all-around great resource of industry know-how and expertise. The ACCE software has been known by a few names in its storied history, K-Base being the most common one still used. It is a powerful estimating software that I use in my estimating practice and for good reasons. It makes estimating easy. I'm not getting paid or anything to say any of this. It's just the tool that I know best and use the most to estimate my project cost with. Interesting fact about Aspen Tech, it was born out of a joint research project between MIT and the United States Department of Energy back in 1981. It was known as the Advanced System for Process Engineering, ASPEN, Aspen Project. Thanks, Wikipedia. Naomi is always working on educating up-and-coming estimators, either through workshops that she hosts in the AAC, or excuse me, ACCE. Those are really close acronyms. Houston's Users Group, or HUG, or the Optimize Conference. She will be speaking at the AACE. other acronym project controls symposium if you've been listening to the podcast you know that i've i'm on the planning committee for that and naomi is one of the people that was invited to be a technical speaker you'll want to attend that to hear what she has to say about the future of estimating technology as well as the other 21 technical presenters and the cutting edge topics their cutting edge topics See the show notes for a link, or you can go to www.projectcontrolssymposium.com to register for this amazing event in Houston, Texas in November. Speaking of the ACCE Houston Users Group meeting, hug, I am scheduled to be the next presenter in October. So come out to Aspen Tech's Houston office, check out my presentation on how I use the software, and say hi to me. I'd love to meet some of my listeners in person. I don't have a link for that, so you can email me at info at innovateipm.com, and I'll send you all the info as it becomes more uh, uh, nailed down. So in this episode, Naomi and I discuss everything from... Aspen Capital Cost Estimator and knowing how to use those tools to professional networking, to AACE certifications in cost and scheduling, career development, the correlation between cost estimating and scheduling, which is a great topic that should be discussed more often than it is. Maybe I'll put a blog post out about it later. Uh, but first, just a couple of notes, same notes at every episode. Stay connected on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram to Innovate IPM. 
You can also visit the Innovate IPM uh, website and sign up for the email list. That's www.innovateipm.com. You can support Innovate IPM at Patreon. www.patreon.com backslash Innovate IPM. And we appreciate your support. I had a lot of fun talking with Naomi. She's a pretty wonderful personality and truly passionate about her work. She's doing things that I think are going to provide value to our community for years and years to come. So let's get on with the show and I hope you enjoy it. Hi, Naomi. How are you doing? I'm fine. Good afternoon, Rob. Good afternoon. So, thanks for being on the show. My pleasure. Thank you for asking me. Oh, absolutely. You want to tell the audience a little about yourself, who you are, what you do? Well, good afternoon, everybody. Uh, my name is Naomi Inav. I work for Aspen Tech, and I'm the senior product manager, and I'm responsible for the economic evaluation family. And the most famous product in the family is uh, ACCE, Aspen Capital Cost Estimator, and it's also known as KBASE and ICARIS. I hear that a lot from people, but the current name is Aspen Capital Cost. So that, that's how we call it here, ACC. And uh, I've been at Aspen Tech for just under two years. And uh, the product manager kind of guides the strategic direction of the product. Um, I work with the R&D. I work with marketing. I work mostly with, with customers, uh, where they want the product to go, how it can be improved and uh, how it can be used, how it can be more useful to everybody. Yeah, customers like me. Yes, you're one of my best customers, absolutely. <laughs> awesome. <Yeah. laughs> hey, I, I got a quick question about the uh, the naming because uh, I always hear people call it different things. Of course, I came into uh, using Aspen Tech products maybe seven or eight years ago. Um, but yeah, what's up with the K-Base, Icarus, Ace? What, what's up with all the different names? Well, uh, like I said, I've been here for less than two years, but I, I've used the product for much longer. Um, I think this is previous owner names. Um, okay. I can give you the, the, the product's been around for more than 30 years. Mm. So it's well proved, it's, it's proven, it's been around for a while. Um, at the moment, we're calling it Aspen Capital Cost. Gotcha. ACC. Okay. Yeah, just curious. <laughs> But you can call it K-Base. I'm, I'm fine with that or I care. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of a lot of the old school guys still call it K-Base. It all means the same thing to me too. So um, so what role does Aspen Tech play in heavy industries? Well, the Aspen uh, Economic ACCE is used by all uh, major energy and EPC companies worldwide. And it provides estimates from early, early conceptual all the way to funding uh, and even change orders uh, for an existing project or a project in execution. So you can use this for any type of estimate, um, any stage of the project. So what what kind of estimates do you mostly use it for? Probably more earlier estimates, right? Uh, yeah, I, I pretty much live on the front end. So uh, everything I do is from conceptual through definition or FEL, you know, zero through three. Uh, however you want to call it, you know, the, what, what makes it nice for, for what I do is because we, we work with very limited information, uh, especially when we're in, in the early, very early stages, of the conceptual phases and, and, uh, ACCE allows us to put in a minimal amount of design information 
and creates models um, that uh, that take a lot of the work out for us. If we need to size a pump or we have a pump size and, and we put in, hey, here's our pump size. This is what we need. We don't have to worry about building foundations. We don't have to worry about uh, uh, running cabling. We just basis information and it does all that for us, which makes it pretty powerful. It's very powerful, especially in the early phases when you don't have a lot of definition. You don't have your plot plan yet. Um, you don't have a lot of those. You have just some basic information. You can use that uh, with ACT and get a pretty pretty good quality estimate with a lot of detail. Um, it's it's very powerful. We, we, you know, there, there used to be a slogan here that ACCE is an engineer in a box. Mm-hmm. And I heard that, and to me, that 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 always gave that made me cringe because <laughs> I'm thinking, of, you know, I'm thinking of a coffin. That that's what my my first thought was, <laughs> but it really doesn't mean that. It means no, it's not no, a dead engineer. I, <laughs> yeah, I know. I it's, it's, but but it, it gives. There's a lot of engineering. There's a lot of design in ACCE, and especially in the early phases, you don't have that information yet. So use what ACCE has, and as, as the estimate goes along and you get more and more information, you can override what the system has and add your own information, and then your estimate is much more specific and much more, it's, it's closer to the way you actually plan to, to execute it and to purchase it. So yeah, so as, as you go on and add more and more information, the estimate gets better and better. But mm-hmm. you can start when you're starting off is a pretty good spot too. So uh, what, what sectors most use? K base. You mean AC? That's okay. <laughs> um, a lot of the oil and gas, a lot of the energy companies, a lot of the EPCs. Um, we also have mining companies. Uh, some people use it for uh, offshore as well, um, for, for modules and for some jackets, offshore jackets. Um, really, a lot of onshore energy and uh, engineering companies will use ACT. Are you guys getting into renewables yet? Well, yes, because if that's a process unit, then yes. Like uh, biofuels, then definitely yes. Um, not not yet into the solar. Um, I haven't used it yet for a wind farm, but I bet. But you can always build a model. What's beautiful about ACCE is that you can use it. You can use the information, the equipment that we have in the system, but you can also take it and build a custom model. Let's say um, a wind turbine or um, some maybe equipment that we don't have. So yes, it could be used. Yeah, definitely. So what makes this product unique over your competition? Um, one of the things about ACC, the, the engineer in the box, like I said, is we have these volumetric models. So for example, when you have a pump or you have a tower that you're, you're designing, you have some very basic information about it. You put that information in the system and you will get all the costs and the weights and then all the bulks that you need, like you said, cabling. You will get the, um, the, the concrete for the foundation based on the weight, based on the, the wind load. All these things are, are done for you. You don't have to know all that information early on. Later on, you might know this stuff and then you can replace it with the actual information. But these volumetric models do a lot of the engineering and the design. They help you, especially in the early phases. And then if you make a change in that tower, you make it a little taller or maybe you change a metallurgy or you change the the trays 
uh, you don't have to redo the whole calculation. You can do that, and ATC will recalculate it for you and recalculate the weight and everything else that's needed for it. So it makes your life a lot easier, especially in the very early phases. Another thing that's very cool about Aspen, about ACCE, is that you can do a, co a comparison if you want to do, perhaps, if you're considering uh, modular construction. Maybe you're in a very remote location or you have an issue with labor availability. Maybe there's some reasons that are pushing you to consider modular construction. Well, with ACCE, you can do a stick build version and then you can estimate the same unit as it were modular. And then you can compare and say, okay, um, maybe I'm going, it's going to cost more to do modular, maybe, but um, maybe I'll be able to do it quicker or I'll have, I'll have other elements, but I'll have fewer field hours. I'll have more uh, shop hours and my shop is more efficient. So you can make all these uh, decisions. Now, the, the decision of modular versus uh, stick build is not always a cost decision, not always. So this will get this will give you the way to do a comparison and and this is one of the things that I like about being an estimator is that it puts you in in the middle of decision making around the execution of a project. So here, for example, the modular versus um, stick build that's a schedule issue, that's a cost issue, that might be a safety issue, that could be a reliability, could be a political issue. There's there's a lot around it more than just the cost of, of this unit that you're, you're trying to estimate. So it's more than just the estimate. That sounds so incredibly complex under the hood. It is. It yeah. is, but that's the beauty. And you can just see how the things change. And, and, and I, I like to be in the middle of, you know, any kind of project decisions or, uh, you know, business analysis. And this puts the estimator right in the middle of all these considerations and, and calculations. I mean, you said the product's 30 years old. I'm trying to imagine what technology was like 30 years ago and, and how we ended up where it is now. Like, uh, I think I remember Harvey telling me, Harvey Welker, because he was using mm -hmm. it back then. Har Harvey's been like a historian. He, <laughs> he knows so much about it. <laughs> I, think he, I think he told me that he was punching cards and then feeding the cards into a, a machine, and that's how they calculated the cost. Wow. Well, we, we don't do no need to do that anymore. We don't do that anymore, right? <laughs> no, no. But uh, wow. Yeah, he, he would talk about that. And he said uh, this was when I took his class several years ago. And he said that they would they would have these big stacks of cards and sometimes somebody would trip or something and throw all the cards all over the place. So what they had to do is they had to mark the end of the cards with a check mark or something in case that happened, they could put them back in order. What a nightmare. That sounds, that, that exactly is a nightmare. You're going to run a bunch of cards and you trip or you mess up and somebody could play a really bad practical joke on, you know, changing the order. And then I guess if you have a stack big enough, you wouldn't know. Let me ask you, like, what, what are some of the common misconceptions you run into uh, about the software product? I know some that I oh. run into quite a bit. I'm, I'm wondering if you see the same thing on the, on, the, uh, on the Aspen Tech side. Well, I can tell you, I think I can give you two answers, one specifically to Aspen Tech and one generally about estimating. So in general about estimating, when people who, who really don't understand what we do just give me a number. You know, how much is it going to cost? Uh, you know, what's, yeah, just more or less. 
Um, and that's really, you see a lot of that in Dilbert, who I think is probably, should be an honorary estimator or project control person. Agreed. Um, they, they, people who, are not, who do not understand estimating, do not understand what is involved, how much um, understanding you need of the project, of the scope, of the execution, of the, the, the procurement, of the productivity. There's so many things that um, are, are, are critical to an estimate and a schedule, because really they're, they're two sides of the same coin of estimating and scheduling. So, so, so how much is it going to cost? Just give me an idea. So the, I hate, just press a button. I hate that. <laughs> okay. Well, that's one thing I hate when, when people say, well, what's the big deal about estimating? And about Aspen Capital Cost specifically, um, I think a lot of the wrong information is about that it's only good for very conceptual and it's not good for detailed estimating. And that's wrong. That's wrong. It's, it's very good for detailed estimating. And it's used by a lot of companies um, all the way up to funding and beyond. Mm -hmm. So I think that would be probably the biggest misconception. You know what I think when I run into with that, I think that I think that those folks have probably dealt with uh, a user who may not have been very experienced, and and that was their their probably only impression of the product was somebody who mm -hmm. didn't really know how to use it that well didn't turn out a good estimate or, or the estimate was questionable, obviously. What I, I tell people when I'm confronting them or when they're confronting me rather uh, with their objections to the tool, uh, which is rare these days, but every once in a while, somebody, you know, at least comes up and asks questions like, well, I know it's good for this, but can you really do that? So uh, my explanation is usually, hey man, this is just a really fancy calculator. At the end of the day, we're doing the estimate, right? And we're using this as a tool to, to format, create, and expedite the process of, of delivering you this estimate. You have to know what you're talking about. But that's pretty common. I mean, uh, especially when I was at, I was at a smaller EPC company for a while and we had smaller clients who weren't used to working with uh, software products like that. They were, you know, spreadsheet wizards, ninjas, and uh, that's, that's, you know, everything was in an Excel document and uh, they, they would... They would. Uh, there were some challenges there, trying to convince them that that what we were using was the right thing, and ultimately it it ended on that kind of note. It's like, hey man, we're the estimators. We're doing the estimate. This is the tool that we're using to do it in. You need to have faith in us that we know what we're doing, and have faith that we know how to use this tool, and and that you're going to get a good product. Well, it's not a simple tool to use. I mean, you need to have training. You need to know. First of all, you need to understand estimating. That's the first thing. Correct. You have to have a basic understanding of what is estimating. So you have to have some background. It helps to have a technical background so you can understand the equipment. It helps to have a background in construction. Um, just the understanding the difference between modular and stick build, uh, understanding what, what uh, contributes to productivity, understanding field logistics. That's very important because they all have a profound impact on your cost. And, and again, I'm saying these costs and schedule together because they are really two, two sides of the same coin. So you have to have, you have to have some understanding. You can't just open Aspen capital costs uh, and expect to know how to use it or expect to get some kind of useful information out of it. So you have to have the background. Then you have to have some basic training. You have to learn. It's a very sophisticated tool. You know how to use it. It's not something you can learn in, you know, one, one class. Nope. You need to have some training. You need to have um, hands-on experience. And it's good to have a mentor. If somebody can work with you 
uh, on your first couple of estimates to make sure that you are doing things right. And another thing, um, I might be jumping to another topic, but when you have a, a junior estimator, um, they might not realize that their estimate is going off the rails because they don't have the the experience or the seasoning to, to understand that something just doesn't look right. Mm-hmm. And um, without getting too much in the details, we are we're, we're very aware of that. And we are making the tool and adding features that will be helpful, especially to somebody who is new to, to the tool and to have some kind of guidance from a senior estimator, somebody who can help the, the more junior people before, before things get too messy and then the estimates are too the yeah. yeah, because a lot of the new people, a lot of the, the people who are now getting into estimating are, um, don't have field experience. Now, you do have field experience. Sure. I had lunch today with a client who kind of came up through the ranks, started in construction, and then got into estimating. Mm-hmm. So that's somebody who has a lot of real understanding of, of execution and of how, how a plant works. A lot of people will come into estimating and they see drawings and spreadsheets. They've never been inside a plant. They've never climbed a tower. They've never walked a pipe rack. Right. So when you don't have that field experience, how can you, how, how do you know if your estimate is reasonable or no, you know, just, just makes no sense? Mm-hmm. Because just looking at the numbers sometimes doesn't tell you if you don't have the background. So, so we're working to make this more of a kind of help. help not a teaching tool, but something that will be helpful, especially for somebody who's coming new to the tool and new to estimating. Yeah, that's exciting. And if, if you, and I'd like to put in here um, a plug, since I can't share about that at the moment, uh, we're very conscious about not promising anything that we might not be able to deliver. So we're very careful what we share. But we do have what's called an innovation club. Mm-hmm. And those are companies who've signed uh, agreements with Aspendec. And they get to um, see these products as we're developing them. So we share the vision, we demonstrate new functionality of products, and then they also these companies will also get like an early version to do testing. Mm. Um, and everybody's welcome to sign up for the innovation club. The company does have to sign an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement, with with us because we're we're sharing you software that is under development and we want to see what's 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 helpful what comments do you have what, how would you like this thing to work or um maybe this is not useful to you mm-hmm. so if you want to join the innovation club you, you're welcome we're, we're very happy the more the merrier and the, yeah. more, the more feedback we get from our users the better the products will be what kind of advancements can we expect to see in cost estimating next three to five years i know you can't Tell us everything, but well, we're thinking about the the product. We're thinking about the users. So, who are the who are going to be our estimators in the next three to five years? And, and like I said, we're seeing a lot of people who are new to estimating. Um, uh, and and you know, you and I here in, are in North America, but I'm thinking of people all the, all, all around the world who, who are new to estimating and might not have the help or the background to to, to be successful. So, we're talking about special training. We're talking about um, we have e-learning. You, you can sign up for the e-learning where you have these little modules. We were thinking of kind of like YouTube where you have these short videos that can teach you something. So we have our little e-learning modules where if you want to learn how to do use a decision analyzer, for example, or calculate um, something in ASTEN and ACCE, 
you can have that uh, click on that little module and uh, they're, they're short there. Most of them are under seven minutes and you can learn something. Uh, sometimes at the end of the little module, there's a test. If you want to take it, you don't have to. Or sometimes there's a file attached to it and you can, an, an IDP file, and then you can take that and then practice or follow along what we're doing in the module and see exactly how something works. So I, I suggest that you can you look at the e-learning and we do have a free trial for e-learning as well. So what about what about things like, because I know you guys are working with um, Hexagon. Yeah, you guys are working with Hexagon to do uh, at Optimize this year. It was a, a very AI-driven conference, uh, which was, Definitely. yeah, which was really cool. Cause, cause honestly, I didn't, I didn't, when, when I heard the word digitalization, which is a very hard word to say, by the way, I, I practice a lot. I didn't really know what that meant. So I had an idea what I thought it might mean, but until I went to the conference and saw, you know, the, the technologies rolling out between Emerson and Hexagon, Aspen Tech, that's what opened my eyes up and made me realize that, hey, man, this is this is much bigger than I thought. And ever since that conference, I have been just digging deep into McKinsey articles. Uh, I've, I'm in the middle of an audio book right now on, on artificial intelligence and my mind's kind of going crazy. But, but what are you guys doing uh, with with in terms of AI, machine learning and things like that that are going to impact estimating? Is there anything that we should be looking out for as estimators in that realm? Join the Innovation Club and you'll get all the details. Okay. Uh, but when we talk about digitalization, remember, that's not just taking documents and, you know, scanning them to making them digital. That's not what it means. Right. It's the whole work process. It's the whole transfer of information that you don't want to retype anything. You don't, you want everything to be smooth. You want everything to, to you want all these different applications to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. And that's the, 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 the heart of this uh, collaboration that Aspentec has with Hexagon, where we have a lot of uh, common customers, and our products complement each other, uh, complement each other very much. So, so for example, one of the pro- the key things that I'm working on at the moment is the collaboration between Aspen Capital Costs and Ecosys, which is a project controls uh, product that that ha- of Hexagon, mm-hmm. because a lot of customers have ACCE. And they also use ecosystem for project control. But the process where they have, a, let's say, an estimate gets funded, a project gets funded, and then you need to start setting up a budget and a schedule and, and for the project controls group, there's a very painful and clunky transfer of data from the estimate into the project controls, into the ecosystem. So what we want to do is make this very smooth and understand the workflows, understand the deliverables. And uh, we're working with Hexagon, we're working with a lot of clients, and uh, we, we hope to have something to share. Um, we're also working, now I'm focusing on the estimating to project controls, which is really two, two worlds that I, I've worked in, and now they're kind of colliding, which makes me very happy. Um, another aspect we're working on is with Intergraph, with, with the Hexagon front-end engineering design tools uh, that are going to talk to our tools, our basic engineering tools. So another uh, collaboration between Aspen Tech Tools and Hexagon Tools. So we're looking for a digital transformation uh, for our customers and to make to make the, the data transfer smooth and efficient. I, I agree with you that the 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 process of getting from the estimate into project controls and cost engineering is pretty clunky and coming back around again because we, especially estimators like myself that deal with the front end, we rely heavily on um, actuals 
So getting it through that process all the way to the close out of a job and then feeding it back to us so that we can benchmark. That's a, that's a very hard thing to do. We, we, I've dealt with it with a couple of companies and it doesn't seem like there's a real great way to do that yet. Well, I can, one thing I can share with you, and this is something we're working on. So there's no guarantee that this is actually going to happen. But what we would like to do is our first goal is to get information transferred from ACCE into ecosystems for project controls. That would be one direction. We would also love at the end of a project to be able to take the actual from ecosystem and put them back somehow into ACC to use for benchmarking mm-hmm. because there's nothing better for benchmarking than some recent actual information from a project you've just finished. That's the best thing you can use for benchmarking. So we're looking at that, but again, this is something we're in the early stages here. But that, but when I, whenever I've mentioned that, people get very excited because they always say it's so hard to you know collect information at the end of a project, and we it's in many different files in many different places. The people are off on another project somewhere else, nobody to talk to. It, it's very complicated. It's very hard to if, if you want to do a look back or some kind of a summary. Very hard to get actuals, and we're we're trying to fix that. You are active in AACE and hold a oh, yeah, so tell me about this. You know, AACE is a wonderful organization. I've been active in the Houston Gulf Coast chapter for a long time. Uh, I got certified. At the time, the certification was called CCC, uh, Certified Cost Consultant. That's what it used to be called. I got certified in 2002. And then they changed the title. So now it's CCP, Certified Cost Professional. Um, I've been, so that was in 2002. Um, also, one of the graders of certification papers. So uh, if you've ever, if you want to be certified, you have to pass a test and write a paper. So I'm one of the graders of the papers. Um, I've been active in AACE, and I think it's a, it's a wonderful, wonderful organization. And the Houston group is particularly very active and very supportive. It's uh, Oh, estimators and project controls people and, and schedulers, the, the employment is, is cyclical. You know, at one time we're all very, very busy and we all have tons of work. And at other times, you know, people are, are out of work. And this organization is very supportive. We kind of, we, we look out for each other and help each other find jobs. You, uh, the, 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 the website has uh, job postings. Uh, there's a wonderful guy called Ch- Charlie Ursell. And uh, he will send out emails of any posting of, of any kind of project controls job or scheduling or estimating. He will send it out. Uh, and at the meetings, we will usually have recruiters or, or talking about if they need somebody for a certain project. So it's a very, it's not only a professional society where we talk about uh, our, you know, scheduling and estimating and risk analysis. It's more than that. It's a very, it's a very nice group to belong to. I must say, I've enjoyed it very much, and people are very devoted to it. Very cool. So I recommend you come. I recommend you come. Oh, I'll be there. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually a member, but I, I never go to the meeting. So we have a long drive. You have yeah. a very long drive. It's a long, especially because, yeah, I got a really long drive. Used to used to not be as long. It's, it's definitely longer now. So let me ask you about that uh, that certification, the CCP. That's the Certified Cost Professional. Professional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and you grade the papers for that. So that's interesting. Is this how how difficult of a 
how difficult of a certification is that to get? Because I think I want to get that. Um, well, there's several certifications. So CCP is not the only one. There are others. Um, CCP is more of a general certification. There's also a certified estimating professional, which is much more specific. Mm-hmm. You could get that. Um, I found it. I really had to study. I really had to study. I Since it's a general certification, it covers scheduling, risk, a lot more than estimating. So it was... Um, I, I studied in a group and also a lot on my own. Oh, cool. And the exam was very serious. It was it was a whole. I remember it was a whole day. But again, that was 2002. I'm not sure how long the exam is now. And I had to write a paper, which was which passed. <laughs> so <laughs> you have to be recertified every three years. You can't just uh, rest on your laurels. Gotcha. You have to get recertified every three years. So everybody who's who's a who's using the the um, the, the CCP letters have to be current in their certification. So if you need help, I'll be, I'll be happy to help you. So I've been debating between, um, I haven't really been debating, but I've been kind of pressured to go with the uh, PMP. I don't know if that's that's the right one for me. So I don't know, do you have any, do you have a PMP by chance? No, yeah. no, I, I was thinking about getting it, but um, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I think it's more known, it's a more general mm-hmm. Um CCP really is more focusing on project controls and estimating and scheduling. So yeah, I feel like for me a CEP or a CCP is probably the better option. So I'm probably going to go down that route. So you know, you're a product manager of a of a really powerful and uh, and and quite frankly, it's an industry standard product. Uh, so this is good. This, you're in a good position in in your career right now. So what do you what do you attribute reaching that position with? Hard work and focus, and what else? I, I could say hard work and focus. It, it's a lot of luck in your in any career. You you have to be at the right place at the right time, um, and also careers are nonlinear. They, I don't know anybody who's gotten straight into estimating. That's kind of unusual. You you start somewhere else. You start in project controls. Maybe you start in construction. You start in design. There are all sorts of ways that. So you have to realize that your career will lead you down different paths. And I, I've, I've worked in estimating. I've worked in project controls. Um, I wanted to become, uh, I wanted to be a DA, a decision analyst. I was working at a, a large owner operator and um, I wanted to be a decision analyst. And they, they told, they told me, I mean, they, the, the people, the managers told me, Oh, don't bother to even apply if you don't have an MBA. Hmm. So I really wanted this job and I went to school and I got an MBA and then as I was studying, I realized I didn't really want to be a decision analyst. I don't want to be all my life, you know, developing these, these models. Um, not, not to disparage any decision analyst, but that's the way it was at that, that company. And I, I wanted to get more into the business side of things, why a company makes a decision. I, was, I had worked most of my career on projects. And so I wanted to take a step back and see, okay, not on this project or this business unit, how is the corporation going to make decisions? I, I wanted to get more of a, a broader view. Mm-hmm. And that's when I switched jobs into, <laughs> into a business analyst. And I was dealing with appropriations and uh, uh, business planning and things like that. And that was really interesting. That was, really, that was very different. And the way things turned around now, I'm in software, uh, being a product manager for uh, a software tool that I used mm-hmm. and really liked. When, when I was in estimating. So it's, it's nice for me to be on the other side of, of the table now. I'm, I'm not the user now, I'm the product manager. But when, when I talk to users, when I have the user conference, I know exactly what, 
the challenges of an estimator are and how you have to be credible, how you have, you have to be able to defend your estimate and, and how estimating is, is not a popularity contest because you have to, you're, you're telling people things that they probably don't want to hear. So my career has been in all sorts of uh, twists and turns, and I think you have to be open to that. That's good advice. You do a lot of things that don't have anything to do with estimating. Sure. So you have to be, you know, have to open mind. Yeah, yeah. And, and, be a, and be a lifetime learner. Always try to learn new things. Be interested. Look, seek out, um, seek out, and learn. I couldn't agree more. It seems to me that people who are the most curious tend to advance the furthest. Do you remember when we were at the the Optimize conference and that that interesting panel? We were talking about the future of of you know estimating and digitalization, and we talked about well, what are the traits for an estimator? What are the best traits for an estimator? And and the panel that there were two traits. One was thick skin because you can't. That's that's the first thing, and a sense of of curiosity. You have to have that. So if you got both of those, you'll be fine in estimating. Yeah, good. That that works out. So uh, did you make the New Orleans conference this year for AACE? Uh, I did not, but I'll definitely go next year. I, I love to be here always. Yeah, it, it was the same time as something else we had going on, but definitely next year. I am working with uh, the local group on the Houston group with the uh, symposium. And in fact, yeah, you and I have been talking about that. So you'll end up speaking there, being one of the technical presenters. That's going to be really awesome. I'm excited about that. And I'm... Uh, I, I'm drawing also, I'm, I'm involving some of my colleagues because I want to get some feedback from them as well. So what I'll be presenting will be a, a combination of my experience, my knowledge, and things I've learned from colleagues. Excellent. The theme this year is the cutting edge of project control. So you're, you're very well positioned to, uh, to talk on that topic. So it's going to be good. Well, we've got this, this collaboration with Hexagon. So I, I'm finding myself right in the middle of project controls and scheduling, really, and scheduling because they're all working together. Yes, absolutely. I don't think enough people um, recognize that either. I was going to, I was going to bring that back up when we were talking earlier. I'm glad you keep saying that because I, I get blank stares sometimes when I ask as an estimator about the schedule. And it's like, like, what do you need that for? You know, they're, they're really, the, they're, they're the same thing. You have the, the execution of the project. You can't really know one very well without the other. Um, now, Aspen Capital Cost has a scheduling features, which is linked to to Primavera. If you, I mean, if you have, you have to have Primavera as well. But once your estimate is done, you can export a Primavera file, and then you, the scheduler has all of the activities already in, in a, you know, you know, typed up, mm-hmm. and, and and there are also some basic scheduling already done. So you can take that, give it to your scheduler, and say, here you go. It has some, it, it, it wouldn't be a, a full critical path. It, I mean, it would be a critical path, but not a detailed critical path like a right. scheduler would need. But you would at least have the, the beginning of the schedule and they could take it from there. You, um, we, we've shown this to, to, to some, some companies and they are so excited about this because they say it'll save their schedulers mm-hmm. a lot of work. And if you have silos, if your estimators are not really talking to your schedulers, and they're not really talking too much to your project controls people, you're doing a lot of duplication. You're wasting a lot of effort. So by having these, these, these digitalized, efficient workflows, you are making everybody, first of all, more, first of all, faster, second, more efficient, and you're not wasting your time doing menial 
um, data entry. You can really focus on your schedule analysis or your risk analysis or you know anything else or your trending for your project controls. You can focus on the real um, high-level work without getting bogged down by you know data entry. Mm-hmm. So very happy about that as well. So we're seeing a lot of efficiency. Hopefully, it's going to come out of that. But the version 11 has the probabilistic risk analysis tool within ACCE. And it's very cool because you can run your own risk analysis and, you know, as many times as you want, change your ranges, change your correlations between the elements and see how the contingency changes. Give me your best piece of practical advice to somebody starting out in estimating. Be curious. Ask questions. Try, if you can, go to the field. You will understand things a lot better after you have been in a unit mm-hmm. and not looking just at a screen or a drawings. Uh, it will make things real and give you uh, an understanding that you will not get in the office. So I want my be curious and get yourself to the field. I like it. I like it a lot. So do you have any resources where uh, people can dive deeper into the topic of estimating or estimating technology? I think AACE is a good organization with a lot of data. I would mostly talk to people, though. Um, talk to somebody who's in the profession. Come to conferences. Um, maybe get a mentor. Maybe talk to somebody who's been in, in this uh, position or in this industry for a while and, and kind of see, see what you can learn. A mentor is always a good uh, good idea. Not always just for technical information but for understanding an industry or understanding a type of a job. Mm -hmm. So maybe find a mentor, somebody you trust and who you'd like to learn from. Well, fantastic. It was so good to talk to you, Naomi. My pleasure. Thank you, Rob. Well, that was the show. I hope everybody enjoyed it and got some value out of it. Make sure you go to iTunes or your podcast platform of choice. Give us a rating. Give us a review. Leave us a comment. You can get a hold of me at info at innovateipm.com, or you can also subscribe to our mailing list. Uh, We'll see you guys next time. Bye now.